everyone, I'm Lauren McLean and welcome to Mentoring Nature Connections. This morning I woke up to the most amazing sunset with oranges, pinks and yellows streaked across the sky. I live on the unceded lands and waters of the Quiquitlam First Nations, also known as Port Moody in British Columbia, Canada. To the east of me are the Golden Ears Mountains and over to the west I can see the Burrard Inlet which feeds into the Pacific Ocean. My class of grade one and two learners have continued our routine of being outdoors every day, ranging from 30 minutes up to almost two hours. We start by going on a nature walk to observe what is the same and different from yesterday. We often play a nature game like Raven Spy or Run Rabbit Run to run off a bit of our excess energy while having fun at the same time. Then we meet in circle to speak our name, our nature name, something we're grateful for, and then our learning intentions for the time we have outdoors. First, I'll quickly explain what nature names are and where the idea comes from. When I worked at Soaring Eagle Nature School, we were often inspired by the work of John Young and his Coyote's Guide to Connecting with Nature book. In essence, over the first few weeks of school, I write down any local birds, bugs, trees, plants, or flowers that we have observed together. All these names are written down on a small piece of paper with their scientific name and indigenous name. We put all the names in a basket and then each learner can choose at random their very own nature name. And I do want to be very clear that this is not a spirit animal as I am not of indigenous descent and to do so in my opinion would be an act of cultural appropriation. What a nature name is is a way to connect with local animals and plants that live near us. It gives us a focal point and a starting place to make a connection and to dig into an inquiry, getting to know their nature name deeply through research and observation. Over the last few weeks, we have continued to have mostly sunny weather with a few rainy days scattered in between. Our mornings are quite frosty and chilly, which gives us a lot of opportunity to practice how to stay warm and dry, while at the same time being able to observe what frost looks like and how it is impacted by the warmth of the sun over the course of a morning, or also, how does the frost change when we walk on it? Something that our learners have been keen to explore are the different types of trees that grow near us. We love watching the sunshine streak through their branches. We love watching the crowns sway and bend with the wind. But there are so many trees that grow around our school, so many different types of species, that it's overwhelming. There is no way we can learn all of them right away. So we started with the western red cedar. Cedars are tall trees reaching almost 60 meters. I wanted to begin with what was at the eye level of our learners, which was the bark. It's brownish gray and has thin lines, almost stringy looking. Think of when you're peeling string cheese for your toddler. We walked around a small area and looked for cedar trees by only looking at the bark. When we found a tree that didn't match our description, we made note and talked about why it didn't match a cedar tree. How else could we describe the bark on this tree? Was it chunky looking, gray looking? What other words could we use to describe it? The next day we talked about the leaves of a cedar tree. They're flat, they look like scales or kind of shingles overlapping each other, 
and they have the most amazing smell. So again, we explored our space and looked for examples of cedar leaves and non-examples. We used twigs to make a tea chart on the ground and then collected samples that had already fallen on the ground. So we weren't picking leaves that were already growing on trees. Then we would put them under the cedar side of the column or the non-cedar side of the column. Again, we're not concerned about identifying the non-examples. This activity was only about being able to identify cedar leaves. The other examples I'm sure we're going to learn to identify in the next coming weeks and months. Lastly, we went on a cone hunt. Again, we made a t-chart on the ground with sticks. One side for cedar cones and one side for non-cedar cones. The cedar cones are itsy bitsy, about one centimeter long and are brownish red. Now that our class knows the western red cedar quite well, we can begin to do some more in-depth compare and contrast with the other trees. We now have a starting point with lots of vocabulary and we know what to look for in the bark, in the leaves, and in the cones. This upcoming week, we're going to start comparing the Douglas fir tree to the cedar tree. Our main points that we will observe are that Douglas firs grow up to 85 meters tall. Their needles have a pointed tip, and if you look on the underside of the needles, you'll actually notice that it's a lighter shade of green than it is on the top. The needles also grow on all sides of the twig. The cones can range from 5 to 11 centimeters, as opposed to that tiny 1 centimeter cedar cone. And the bark of the fir tree has thick, deep grooves with reddish-brown ridges. I'll definitely keep everyone updated on how our comparisons of the trees on our school grounds develops over time. The plan is to take out a few more tree books from our library, do some leaf and bark rubbings, and maybe look at the traditional uses of each tree, as well as explore the role that these trees play in our local ecosystem. I'd love to hear how your outdoor explorations are going with your classes. So please share your adventures by tagging Mentoring Nature Connections on Instagram and check out the new MNC website for other updates at www.mentoringnatureconnections.ca. Until next time, go get your hands dirty and have fun with Mentoring Nature Connections. slowly I feel so calm I find a spot where nature opens up her arms for me to breathe I see the stories I can learn from the trees the feeling 
the touch of gentle breeze Knowing the land around me brings me peace Watching the world around me sets me free I feel the sunshine kiss my skin I hear all of the birds singing from within I get familiar with my space I now know how every part fits in every place for me to breathe I see the stories I can learn from the trees the feeling the touch of gentle breeze knowing the land around me brings me peace watching the world around me sets me I go to visit in morning in sunshine and the rain to see what's different and notice the things that stay the same I get to know my teacher the spot that gives me health to get to know the land is to get to know yourself to breathe I see the stories I can learn from the trees the feeling the touch of gentle breeze knowing the land around me brings me peace watching the world around me sets me free